space. Let's talk about let's talk about space. Hi guys, welcome to space. The, we're your guides. We are your, your your space guides. Your space guide people. Oh good, we're all gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tam, and I'm Chell, and I use they them pronouns. And uh, yeah, this week uh, we're gonna let's let's just have like a space theme podcast. I love space. Let's talk about space. We're gonna save any Andromeda stuff for the end for anybody who's avoiding like spoiler talk or anything. Um, but we're just gonna talk about a little bit about sci-fi. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be fun. All right, all right, all right. So sci-fi. I just I space. I got started in. How did you get started in space? How did I get started in space? Well, um. There is a thing called a shuttle, and it goes up into space. <laughs> I hate you so much. Okay. All right, actually, real answer, real answer. Xenon Girl of the 21st Century was my first sci-fi thing I Hey, are loved. you gay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you gay? I'm, I am gay. How, how, do you know? how, how did I guess? How, how do you did guess? I guess? Um, but yeah, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century, the, the Disney Channel movie about the girl who lives on the space station. Yeah, and she has to go down to Earth. And I've never seen this movie. Oh my god! I've never seen this movie. Oh my god, we need to, okay, we need to find it, and we need to watch it. I'm, I'm frankly frightened. It's so good, no, it's I'm so good. frightened. She, to this day, my dad's still like, my dad and I will still say Cetus Lapidus, it's like their exclamation that they say in the movie. Tam also knows Elvish, in case you're wondering who's the bigger nerd. Anyways. <laughs> no, it's like, it's just uh-huh. like a, a phrase that they say. It's supposed to be, like, cool. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> At least I didn't mention Stepsister from Planet Weird. Oh, my God. No one mentioned that. <laughs> For, like, reason. The bubble aliens. Although, I guess technically, no, no, okay. I can't, no, yeah, my first sci-fi was... Was Star Wars by a slim margin? It was almost Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, <laughs> yeah! I've never watched Third Rock from the Sun. Well, my mom likes sitcoms, so yeah. you see, I ended up watching a lot of like a lot of sitcoms. A lot of sitcoms. Lot of I sitcoms. watched all of Frasier. I've seen yeah. all of Third Rock from the Sun. Whoops! I've seen all of Frasier, all of Third Rock from the Sun. So you know, yeah, but it yeah, was yeah. actually Star Wars. You're lucky. Uh, Star Wars was like. A year after, I think, when I was eight, when Phantom Menace came out. And I know Phantom Menace sucks, but tell that to a little eight-year-old. Yeah, tell that to, like, oh, if you were eight, I was, like, nine. nine. Tell that to nine-year-old me, who was just, like, fucking in love with Ewan McGregor. Also, currently in love with Ewan McGregor. <laughs> I, I'm gay. I was I was obsessed with Queen Amidala. That's I mean, me I too. Wanted. I I didn't dress up. Everyone had like the Queen Amidala outfit that they bought from the store. Uh, my grandma was working with a tailor at the time, so I got Queen Amidala combat outfit from the end. Nice. And that was mine. And it was a little bit harder to parse because it wasn't like as recognizable. Um, well, yeah, but, but she like, still had the face makeup. Right. So. Right. Um, but yeah, no, that was, I, I really wanted to kick the kick butt Amidala. Mine was A New Hope, actually, not the, I started, I started watching A New Hope when I was six years old. I was, uh, baby me did not like A New Hope at all. And then I watched it, like, when I was eight or nine, after I'd watched The Phantom Menace, and I was like, 
oh, okay, I understand. And also, that's when the fucking Weird Al Yankovic song came out, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Uh, so it was New Hope, and then it was it was a smooth transition through all the Star Wars. Oh, yeah. On VHS, yes. in order, multiple yeah. times a week. Yeah. At my, at my mom's friend's house. I went through a huge phase right... Uh, it wasn't like during Clone Wars because I didn't. I wasn't crazy about the Clone Wars movie, right? Right. Um, right. Which I mean, to a baby who loved Phantom Menace, like I think it was a really big disappointment. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Suddenly no. my standards changed. Suddenly you maybe had seen like five good <laughs> movies between then and realized what a good movie was. Um, but yeah, no. And then I and then I realized that I didn't really like Clone Wars, and then um, I watched the original series, and I was like obsessed and I wouldn't stop watching Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I was at I don't remember like and they Revenge were, of the Sith. They, yeah, they were put on for for me. I didn't put them on. They were put on for me when my mom was working in the artist studio with her art friend and her art friend's husband would put them on to babysit me while he played like online chess or poker or whatever and he put the Star Wars movies on in the background as background noise and then I would just sit on the couch and watch them over and over and over and over and over again. So they all were just like one long fucking movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I loved it. Oh my god. I remember when my brother got me like a bootleg copy of Phantom Menace because I went to see it I think eight times in theaters. It's a little. That's. It was a little excessive. <laughs> I couldn't get my. I could barely get my mom to take me one time because oh, I yeah. saw the Phantom Menace, and we had. Nope, she took me to see the rescreening of A New Hope at theaters because they rescreen <laughs> all of the originals before they screen the new ones. That was cool. That was awesome. That was neat. But I had to leave the theater because I got a migraine. Well, we kept going to the drive-in theater. Yeah, let's uh, let's do the just do the opening, and then we will talk about more sci-fi tropes and shit. Welcome to Live from the Closet, a slice of life comedy podcast by and for LGBT young adults. Okay, so like sci-fi tropes. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Yeah, I've got one. What's what's your favorite sci-fi tropes? My favorite, my favorite, my favorite sci-fi tropes are, um. Anything that Captain Kirk disproves. <laughs> um, no, my favorite sci-fi tropes are like, I love the, um, oh shit, there's so many of them. I really like the going to like the alien planet and it's like, oh my god, the women are in charge, what is this? Oh, Mostly yeah. because it's always horrible and I love it. It's always like the worst, except for when it's done in like Star Trek a lot, because the captains are decent people. Yeah, the captains are like, eh, it's just one of those worlds. It's fine. It's fine, whatever. And like, Kirk went and met all the Greek gods, and they were real aliens, and it was weird. He's like, yeah, I talked to Apollo. Like, what? No, you didn't. <laughs> um, but like, most of the thing about sci fi tropes, like, I love the smug, like the, the like the the sci-fi anti-heroes are always my favorite. Oh yeah, the sci-fi rogue. The sci-fi rogue. Sci-fi rogues are my That's favorite. That's my preferred class. Sci-fi rogue. See Han Solo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, uh, families in small shuttles in space. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Families in small shuttles. Um, <laughs> um let's see. Uh, lovable alien sidekick. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also a huge fan of. Kid who doesn't who kid who doesn't know anything about space suddenly becoming really good at all things related to space. <laughs> I also really like Star Wars because <laughs> that's just Star Wars. I like okay, that's one of my favorite tropes is 
sci-fi series using Star Wars quotes in their sci-fi series. That's actually my kink. <laughs> <laughs> or Final Fantasy for some reason. All the localization was just like... Star Wars. Star Wars. I, I don't mean, know if it translates, but... <laughs> uh, I mean, Star Wars is a international worldwide phenomenon, so I mean, if you're looking for something that translates... Uh, yeah. Plus, you'll guarantee that like all people who... like the subs of people who play Final Fantasy... And don't watch Star Wars is probably really, really small. Yeah. Like, that's probably, like, basically the same group of people. <laughs> I'm still laughing about Biggs and Wedge are real <laughs> characters. In oh, yeah. 15. That's my favorite. <laughs> I can't believe they're characters. I love them. <laughs> also, I can't believe they're married and gay. Um, I like magical translators. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like Hitchhiker's Guide with mm-hmm. the little things. I like translators who, like, and I'm like, if you've never heard the language before, how do you want to translate it? And what about the context? And what about localization and phrases? Uh-huh. And I like when I'm reading written sci-fi, where phrases that don't translate correctly are written in brackets with, like, a question mark. Yeah. So, like, someone was just, like, someone said fucking cool, and it said, writing question mark cold? And I'm just like, I mean, that's the direct definition. Yeah. Mating cold. Like, they weren't sure how to translate. <laughs> like, the translator didn't know how to translate the localization of fucking cool. And I was like, that's good. When there's direct translations for idioms that is my that is like like i i hate that how do you directly translate like an idiom like no one knows what that means i can't even directly translate idioms in like other versions of english yeah mm-hmm. like i don't even get southern phrases and that's the same freaking language so but magical translators are nice because i like not thinking about like i like thinking about science to a degree to a degree there's there comes a time where you just have to let it go for and like embrace story. it like yeah. language is like for story purposes yeah you just kind of have to like lean into the ridiculous sci-fi mess and just like a lightsaber is like <laughs> let me tell you if you had a laser that powerful the beam would go on for far longer than like oh yeah and it, like it technically it like loops back but like how does it loop like honestly i could go into kyber crystals but like you know <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's a mess, no matter what you're doing. And, like, um, oh, God, I was going to say something about the language, and I totally forgot. So, never mind. Um, Every time I see a magical trailer, I'm just like, I hope that Tam's okay with this, because this doesn't seem like it makes any sense. I wonder what Tam thinks about this. Oh, my God. Okay, I was doing something, and there was... um, there was mention of different accents in the translated way. Like, they're like, oh, it's been pre-translated, but you guys have different accents. And then you have accents on it. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't know. It's, like, just coming in weird. Like, how do they translate the accent? I don't know. Maybe they they meant, like, localization? No, no. They they, they addressed it in-universe. As as a, like, so, like, someone could have a southern accent through an automated translator. Yeah. Because I really want to hear someone. But it wasn't, like, southern. It was, like, oh, you guys have different accents. Like, where do you guys, like, come from different places? Is that why I'm hearing accents? Through a translator? Yeah. It was That's a weird. weird. Like, there's going to be different ways of translating it. Yes. I don't know. Maybe, like, they put in the accent stuff so you can vary between yeah. them easier. I don't know. It's Maybe it kept tone and pitch. Maybe uh, oh. it's complicated. Any, uh, uh, but you know, okay. What about like sci-fi tropes we hate? Um, I mean, the obvious alien gender binary. I'm just gonna say that right off the bat. Listen, 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 listen. All right, listen. I've said this. I said this today on Twitter. Yes. While healing in backwards, I said. I feel like this is something you need to just like. You need to address it. Like, listen. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm dressed. I'm. I have turned my face toward the mic. I'm addressing all of you directly. 
The gender binary is a Western concept forced on us through imperialization, so there would be no reason for non-Western alien civilizations to have a structured gender binary with the same or even different gender roles than ours based on physical appearance. And, like, even then you're like, well, if they're mammalian, then they have... No! No, they don't! Because gender binary was Western, and there was many... Indigenous cultures that didn't have a gender binary but still had two, like, physical differences between this, like, this different subsets of the species. So, you know, why don't we just destroy the gender binary while we're at it? <laughs> Before the aliens get here and then we don't have to worry about there it. There you go. Problem solved. I think that's That fine. was really articulate. Yeah. I like it. Thanks. Also, like, okay, space horror is a huge thing. And I feel like space horror, I don't... I don't like space horror. I watched Prometheus at work. And maybe it's at work so I could look away from the screen a lot more. But it was really, it was fine up until the very end when I was like, nope, bye. Nope, don't like this. Although Prometheus did have one thing I really liked where she went into a pod and she had to have a, a something done on her body. Like it was a pre-programmed medical pod. Mm-hmm. And they said they couldn't do the uh, medical procedure because they'd only had it programmed for male medical procedures, which was the most real thing I've ever heard in my yeah. life. <laughs> That sounds pretty accurate. <laughs> that was really accurate, but that was about it. <sighs> I'm not a fan of horror. I'm not a fan of, like, I'm like, I don't need to feel scared for my life all the time. If I did that, I'd just walk outside at night, guys. Okay, yeah. but no, but really. I like, And then, like, alien horror. Listen, if the aliens are coming, I'm going to keep a hopeful eye out. They're not going to, like, pop out of my chest or anything because here's the yeah. thing, guys. You're like, you know those protester people in Independence Day who are, like, standing and waiting and hoping the aliens would take them away? I'd be up there. I'd be the first to die. <laughs> I am, like, the first, like, if when people are like, hey, we're announcing a space program where we're going to see if we can have, like, a intergalactic space, slams my hand on the join button faster than you can possibly imagine. Like, get me off planet. Like, you could die. You I have mean, to be fit as shit to be an astronaut, and it's I, the worst. They didn't say astronaut. They said intergalactic yeah. space program. The only reason you have to be fit as shit to be an astronaut right now is because you don't have artificial gravity, yeah, so your yeah, muscles, your organs limits. will decay right. without the external gravity, so you have to, like, have a certain thing. But, like, if we're, if we're doing intergalactic space travel, I've assumed we've mastered artificial gravity, water, plant life, things like that, necessary space stuff. I'm talking, like, I'm talking, like... We're going into space like it's Star Trek. I'm not like, we're going mm. into space like, hey, NASA found some planets and we're going to blast us off in some nasty ass like space pods. I would like to see more space stuff without any gravity. Like, without. Zero gravity. Yeah. The reason they don't really do zero gravity is it's really bad for the human body. Yeah. We need the density of human gravity in order to create the muscle mass and the bone density, even more importantly. Without mm. like the 9.32 whatever our gravity per second <laughs> velocity thing is. I don't remember how many pounds per This has been your weekly physics quiz. <laughs> this has been, this has been, Chell, it's been a long time since Chell took physics. Without the force of our gravity bearing down on us constantly, we would lose bone density, and then we would be sad. And then we would die, probably. Yeah. I think we would be sad, and then we would die, is the order. Well, I've been sad for, like, 12 years, my dude, and I'm still kicking, so I don't think that's working yet. Um... There's no time limit on the sad stage. God damn it. <laughs> I started early so we could get this over with sooner. <laughs> Fucking, oh, man, sci-fi, though. Um, what else? Do, I, do you know what's my favorite thing about sci-fi? Mm. Is reading about the early Star Trek fandom days when they mailed oh each other fan fiction and the creation of how every trope basically came from Star Trek. Yeah, like, like sex pollen came from Star Trek, right? Sex pollen, heats. Oh, yeah. Heats came from canon Star Trek. Well, I mean, I feel like it came from natural 
stuff. Well, but yeah, but like heat's applying to people to who people, are yeah. yeah came from natural Star Trek came, with yeah. Spock's pond farm, right? Um, <laughs> and then like we've got like. Oh, there was oh, probably um, there's a million tropes that came from Star Trek. We're going to figure out definitely gender bending, definitely mirror people like meeting oh, your yeah, meeting your, your evil clone self. who always has a beard. By the way, your evil if you're not sure if it's your evil clone, if they have a weird beard, they're probably your evil clone. I don't know if fake dating, arranged marriage, and sharing a bed claim from that, but I'll probably <laughs> <It's the> sharing <laughs> sharing a bed. A I don't bed. I doubt that came. <laughs> I don't know, man. Escape pod, one bed, the... <laughs> and, like, they had to, like, mail each other, like, the fan fiction and publish it in basically, like, little, like, pamphlets and things like that. Oh, and the fact that there used to be cease and desist. A lot of things that a younger people oh, yeah. don't know, which is why a lot of the fics have this is not my work. This is not my work. people who wrote Luke Skywalker Han Solo fan fiction got cease and desist letters from LucasArts, which is my favorite. <sighs> uh, but now that's why that's why a lot of fanfic authors have the the uh, not my I don't own these characters can't sue yeah stuff on them now. People used to be legit sued for these things. Yep. It's also like <laughs> white... appreciate your local fanfic author today. <laughs> <laughs> go give kudos in comments. I don't care. Just go do it. <laughs> do it. Just do, do it. it. <laughs> Also, I really like yes. how, like, in sci-fi stories, we somehow developed rockets and we're building things in space, and they're not combustion engines. Meanwhile, <laughs> we're just, you realize we're launching ourselves into space right now by taking a metal pod, strapping some bombs to the side of it, and shooting it upwards at a high velocity and hoping it leaves the atmosphere. And people are yep. like, wow, this is dangerous. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's just, that's just combustion engines. And later yep. on, we get, like, magic oh, engines. The, the computer always working. Oh, yeah. The computer, them being like, computer, tell me what's going on. The computer just tells them, I'm like, nah, I work in IT. Sorry, did you say Hi. turn the air conditioning on? No, I said turn the airlocks on. <laughs> Turning the airlocks off. That's not what I said. Oh, yeah. man. And then just like... Also, none of the crew members need to have any problem operating the computer. No. Like, you know there's definitely people who are way better at it than others. Yeah. I saw a post on Tumblr yesterday about how it was unrealistic that no one's nicknamed the computer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, agreed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no it's, no, it's not just, like, computer. Please do this. It would have, like, 900 nicknames. Ugh, man. Kirk would probably have 50 for it. You can customize your computer input to have a special nickname so that it, they know it's you. Basically, yeah. It's great. I love it. Oh, man. So you want to talk about Andromeda? God, do I. Okay. So if you're listening and you don't want Mass Effect Andromeda spoilers, uh, we will see you next week. And uh, we appreciate you tuning in. For anybody who's still around, guess what, bitches? It's space time. <laughs> Woo! Gaze in space, but not enough. Listen, all right, listen, listen. Why can I not, as a male, I made a male writer. Um, His name is, uh, well, that's not important. I made a male writer. It's Sorrow. Shut up. I made a male writer, and and I can't romance any of the male aliens, and I am offended by this. It's homophobia in space, my guy. No, it's not homophobia in space. It's homophobia in Bioware. Let's not go blaming things on space that ain't got nothing to do with space. Space hasn't done shit to us yet. Yeah, it's easier to blame people here on Earth where we can actually contact them. I would much rather just blame Bioware for this since they did it. Um, (laughs) And, like, the big alien. You want a romance doll. I do. 
I'm like, honestly, he should have been bi. He should have been bi. Like, and, like, okay, Joel's, like, whole thing is, like, oh, we have big families and stuff and, like, 20 mothers. And I'm like, okay, but, like. No, but they only had 20 mothers because that's hot. I know. What the fuck? For some reason, video game companies still think the people who mostly buy their video games are white males ages 18 to, what is it, 35? And that's not accurate. It's actually mostly females. Also, like, Bioware games are, like... Bioware games are a dating simulator with a shooter attached to it. Yeah, I know. And it's like, okay. So, Joel... Joel was just done wrong. And from what I'm gathering, like, the data miners picked up that he was supposed to be bi, and it's a classic case of the Bioware ran out, out of time, time to be bi, which is Bioware. That's just they're bi- called Bioware. But and they keep failing. You realize that their game doesn't come, their name doesn't come because they're bi, right? No. Th- I mean, that's, that's, no. You're wrong? I read You're an article, I read an entire game informer bi. on Bioware. Bi. Aware. I read the entire game in the former on Bioware because I hate myself. <laughs> Anyways, um, I just like and like uh, I understand. Like I like part of me who has coded things is like I I my dudes. Yeah, I get it. But part of me is like, but the other part of me is like, this is still really unacceptable. And if you had to cut something, don't cut the bi characters. Maybe Again. cut. Maybe cut the softcore porn that I. I listen. By the way, your character Five. models are bad Five and minutes. awkward, and you should not be making softcore porn with your character models because they're bad and awkward. And I've seen better RSM videos. Yeah, no, just like if you're, ugh, you're gonna cut anything. Cut the softcore porn because you this know what? Is, you should leave that up to the modders who will do it better. And then, anyways, this is the fourth or fifth time that they've cut like a bi romance down to being a straight romance again. Like, and it's really also, irritating. if you didn't have the softcore porn, you wouldn't have to substitute the character models for the male and female version during the five-minute sex scenes. That would cut down a lot on your coding time. Yeah. I'm just saying. Also, if you're making your romances that different from male and female characters, maybe don't. Also, my big pet peeve, and no one's addressed this yet in any video game, is why the fuck can't we just have a character and then have a character creator where we just use... Where we just have... Because they already replaced all the pronouns with he or she throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Add one more thing and have the word they. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I want to play male writer with they, them pronouns. And it's like my fucking life is over because I can't. And I don't feel like romancing anyone because of serious dysphoria for it. But I know by where romances can be good. And the guys are cute. And I want to kiss an alien. <laughs> I think that was very well put. <laughs> honestly. I want to kiss an alien. Okay, let's follow that up with some positive stuff about Andromeda. Um, um, my 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 vehicle is a shiny gold color. I hate the vehicle. It's but a pit we'll mobile. Just, I hate driving stuff. I know you hate so, driving stuff. If it's not in real life, I hate driving stuff, and I can't control it, and it's really annoying. Anyway. Um, I have a jump jet pack, and I go boop, boop, and I go I real high. I love the jump pack. I go boop, boop, and I fly. I can Naruto run. If I, I press can, circle, I can Naruto if run. If I press the middle button on my mouse, I zoop, 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 zoop. Yeah. And I zoop up to someone, and I have a, I have a, I have a knife taped to the end of my shotgun, and I stab them. I also have an Omni tool because I'm Zoro, so I'm up close and personal. Except for my sniper rifle, which is my gift to myself because I deserve it. I love sniper rifles. Yeah. I'm really good at them in games. <laughs> um... I really love the environmental design. I think it's really, really good, really creative. Um, and, like, honestly, I can't remember the names of planets because I'm really bad, but um, I, f- I hated going to 
an icy planet because I hate winter so much. I hate it in <laughs> games. I have to go to this ice planet. It was covered in ice. I fucking hate ice. I hate it. It's the worst. I thought it was pretty. I hate all the desert planets. It was oh. gorgeous. I love the desert. I could spend all day in the desert. It didn't feel like... It just... it. I like the desert planets just because I felt like I could see better. I feel like there's more contrast between, yeah. like, the different surfaces. Yeah. But that's just how winter is. It's all just <laughs> white and disgusting. I just, I really love how they did the um, the combat redesign as well. Um, except for, like, one or two things that bugged me about it. Like, it's, on PS4, it's a little hard to switch your weapons around. Um, and the melee is a little bit out of reach mm-hmm. sometimes. I have, I have a feeling on, on console... I have to hit um, control to do something. And I don't on remember. PC? On PC, that's what I'm. I have to hit control to do something. I don't remember what it is. But my keyboard's too big. Oh. But that's just like, I have tiny little hands. And tiny it's really hard. Hands. I can't reach the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I can't reach the number keys. Oh, so, do, oh, do you have powers assigned on there? Yeah, that's what the okay. number keys. The number keys assign the powers on PC, and I have a hard yeah. time reaching we the number only, keys. We can only have three at a time. We can only have three at a time, too. Yeah. But I just, I just, I meant the one, two, three keys. I can't reach them because I can't, my arms aren't long, my fingers aren't long enough. But that just means this is just more reason to upgrade my game mouse tool with a keypad on the side of it. Am I right, <laughs> gamers? Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... Otherwise, I mean, it's very tropey. It's very predictable sci-fi bullshit. I called the one plot twist, like, way ahead of time. That's just the Mass Effect plot twist. It, it's just Mass uh, Effect. Also, also, like, honestly, like, I've... A lot of people are like, well, this video game's plot wasn't very new and creative. And I'm like... Could have been worse, I guess. My, it, it still feels like a Mass Effect game. It feels a lot like a Mass Effect game, which um, I love. Also, like, new and creative and brand new shiny plots... Are really not what I'm coming to sci-fi for. Yeah. I want to meet some aliens in yeah. a spaceship. I want to be conflict with the aliens. I want to kiss some of the aliens. I want to maybe kill some of the other aliens. And I want to have a general alien good old time in the space world. Yes. I think that's a pretty that's a pretty <laughs> low bar to set at this point. But like oh, Bioware, just listen to people. <laughs> that's all I ask. Because it's like they're still making games for the usual crowd. But if you're really tired of the usual crowd games and you have a PS4, play Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> the lead character's definitely gay. She's a big lesbian. There's a trans character in it. And you get to make the robot cats your friends. Yeah. Also, Bioware, what the fuck? Anyway. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's heard about their awful trans writing, but yeah. Bioware, what the fuck is the big mood? But at the friendship ended with Bioware, but at the same time, new best friend Bioware. Yeah. It's a hole we're stuck in. Yeah. It's a pit. It's I a black it. hole that we're circling endlessly. Get it? Because space. <laughs> so all in all, it's, it's pretty fun. I'm getting to the boring stage, and I think it can be a little big sometimes. Man, all open world games are suffering from that right now. Just because you can make them massively big doesn't mean you should. (laughs) There's a point where some things are just too big. That applies to games and dicks. Especially in a uh, game that's so plot-driven. It's like, I'm wandering around doing all these side quests for, like, levels and shit, but I feel like I level up every time I turn around now, and it's really bad because I run into so many, like, fucking skirmishing groups and shit. And I feel like they're just, like, there to take up space on the map instead of, like, serving any narrative purpose. And that's and really And sometimes, annoying. if you're on a planet, 
maybe a map can have empty space because it's a planet, and maybe you should have multiple drop zones that are fitting everything into one. Anyways, here's some so ideas. There's, there's some annoying stuff about Andromeda. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm not, like, it's not the best game I've ever played, but it's. I'm certainly not putting it down. I've so, honestly, none of the Bioware games I've ever played would rate as the best game I've ever played, but they yeah. all rate as games that I would play again. <laughs> Listen, I love Dragon Age 2, so, you know. <laughs> you do love Dragon Age 2, but that is a bad game. It's a bad game. It's a bad game, my dude. It's so bad. It's a bad game, my guys. <laughs> but at the same time, please play Dragon Age 2. It has great characters, and I it's love, a really fun game. I love the characters. I love I love my, my little... Kirkwall family, I want to get like two, at least two Dragon Age 2 themed tattoos. So, you know. I mean, what this tells you guys is that a game can be a bad game developmentally wise, environmentally wise, but there can be aspects of it that are still good. Just like there are good bad movies, there are good bad video games. Yeah. Dragon Age 2 is one of them. Andromeda is not going to win game. It, well, okay. Andromeda <laughs> shouldn't win game of the year, but no, it's, it should not. It shouldn't win game of the year. But that doesn't mean it isn't worth buying and playing because it's still a lot of fun. And we do still get some LGBT representation, which is a lot better than a lot of games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's another one of those things that's like, well, we shouldn't be, like, you know, praising it for giving us, throwing us scraps. But also, like, it could be worse. I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to say that Bioware got points for being a representation alley or anything like that, but I'm also going to say that they at least... That, yeah, hey, you can be gay. Hey, hey, Bioware, listen, listen, this is your friends, the LGBT community, all of us, right here. Um, right <laughs> oh, now. yeah, that, um, so we represent all of them, 100%. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, yeah, this week's, uh, the, or this year's Ally Cookie giveaway, it's it's going to be a little bit less for you, I think. So just that you can up your ally points and redeem them for some brownies. It's 2017. Stop your biphobia. Yes. Get some more brownies. uh, Maybe by giving us a trans character. God damn. Giving us a good uh, Dragon Age game next time. Okay, that's not. uh, We're gonna. Okay, so we'll see you in five years when the next Dragon Age game comes out. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) And then we'll see about your brownies. Okay, so that's going to wrap it up for this week. Thank you for joining us on Live at the Closet. A uh, reminder to hit us up on Twitter or something. Maybe we'll start actually posting other content, like, besides... You should maybe reblog stuff from your, your contributors. Uh, <laughs> Retweet? I hate social media. Just use one word. Yeah, yeah I, I think we should, like, post stuff about the house or something. Yeah, you Just should like, post, like, updates and, yeah. like, general, like... Cat pictures! I'm going to put all the cat pictures on the Live at the Closet Only if you put Rakshasa's picture I'm, okay, I'm bribing you guys. Follow the uh, the Closet Podcast Twitter. For and, pictures of cats. And if I get five new follows by next week, I'll post some cat pictures. That's nothing. I can get five new followers from my accounts anyway. <laughs> All right, calm down, social media icon total spiffage. Listen, All right. shut uh-huh. up. No, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> did you know that total spiffage is famous on the internet? No. Cause I didn't know that because I still live here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Being famous on the internet doesn't mean you're rich. It means you're famous on the internet. <laughs> that's, that's actually really good. <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.